Colonel Vince Myers is the new commander of Blanchfield Army Community Hospital. He joins Charlie and Katie to share his story from joining the Army after receiving a nursing scholarship, being deployed to Afghanistan as a young officer in 2012, to taking command of the hospital that serves thousands. All in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Katie? <laughs> yes, Charlie? You ever heard of Fort Campbell? Uh, I think it's this place close by us. Yeah, it? yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. And we've got... Uh, a very important person for Fort Campbell joining us today. And fun person. You can tell he's a lot of fun. I, just in the f- first few minutes. I know. I'm looking forward Colonel to this. Colonel Myers is here. Man, we are so happy to have you with us. Well, I'm I'm super glad to be here because, uh, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about Fort Campbell and to talk about uh, Blanchard Army Community Hospital. It's great well, to see you. Hey, yeah. no pressure, okay? No pressure. But all morning, Charlie's been saying, you're really going to like this guy, Katie. <laughs> you're really going to like this guy. Well, you know, Char- Charlie probably needs something, and so that's probably that's why. That's right. He's, hey, he's, hey, hey. All he's, morning. He's, well, a, I really like Charlie, too. Yeah, he's so, a good guy. Yeah, and I don't need any. Thing. Uh, everything we got, we, you give to us by being oh, absolutely. here. Absolutely, it's uh, it's great. It's great to be here. It's great to be around great people. So you you've just recently moved here or come to Fort Campbell. Absolutely. Uh, was it just a few months ago, right? I, I, yeah, absolutely. The summer I came uh, to Fort Campbell, I was stationed uh, for the past year in the Pentagon. So I'm on work release from the Pentagon. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> happy to not have to go back there anytime soon. And we came to Fort Campbell as a family, got in a U-Haul with all of our things that we own and drove down here. Uh, from Washington, D.C., down to Fort Campbell, and it's just a spectacular place, and we're super glad to be here. So have, have you been here before? I was going to ask I have not. I've, yeah. only, I've only ever been here on very short trips, so I've been yeah. here three days at a time, four days okay. at a time, but i never really been in the area, lived in the area. I've had a lot of friends that have been here, yeah. oh, and yeah. I've never met anybody that didn't love this place. Yeah. So first impressions of actually living here. Absolutely. So I grew up in a real small town and I always see every military installation as a real small town, but this is the same, uh, same focus of uh, small town, small town values, know your neighbors, know your friends around yeah. you mm-hmm. and help each other out. And so that's what I really like about Fort Campbell is that small community feel that I'm used to. Where'd you grow up at? So I grew up in a small town, Segertown, Pennsylvania in Western okay. Pennsylvania, just yeah. North of uh, Pittsburgh, about a thousand folks uh, grew up uh, there uh, that is small. There. Yeah, That's small. absolutely. I uh, was a young volunteer firefighter, <laughs> which is how I got into uh, nursing. I'm a nurse by trade. And uh, so it was always was always taught about hometown values. I can yep. distinctly mm-hmm. remember when I was told to go shovel the uh, large amount of snow that we always have there. Yeah. I went out, shoveled our driveway and came in and I thought my uh, mom was going to push me back out the door because she said, hey, you missed something out there. And it was the two neighbors driveways because her intent was not just our driveway, but the na- two neighbors. I like your mom. That's how we do business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. That's so. good. That She's instilled a lot of uh, good work ethic in Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so you're out shoveling driveways. You're doing all this stuff. And then you decide, hey, I'm going to be in the Army. Yeah, I'll tell you, it, the Army was something that it's kind of stumbled upon. As a, as a high school student, I, I went to the guidance counselor and was kind of figuring out how to go into nursing. I really enjoyed the medical field. I was a I was an emergency medical technician for the fire department as a young kid. Started at fourteen. And oh wow! Yeah, absolutely. And so mm-hmm. great experience. And I will tell you, uh, the the army just kind of stumbled upon the guidance counselor had no idea anything about the army. He said, "Oh, there's a packet for ROTC over there. You can have it. It's the last one." That was the guidance I got, <laughs> which is uh, which was challenging. But I uh, submitted it and I uh, got this letter back saying, "Hey." Uh, sorry, but you didn't get a scholarship. And I was like, okay, no problem. And then I got a letter a month later that said, hey, congratulations, you got a nursing scholarship. Because at the time, the Army scholarship and the Army nursing scholarship were separate. 
How interesting. Absolutely. And so I had a chance to go to a small school locally up in Erie, Pennsylvania. And uh, really, the first time I realized I was headed to the Army was uh, the day of graduation from college. There were four of us uh, sitting around uh, the fraternity house, and all of a sudden somebody said, hey, man, we got to go in the Army. And we all looked <laughs> at each other like, oh, my gosh, this is a real deal. And so it was one of those, hey, four years and one day, we'll be back. Yeah, uh, We had big plans to get back home in Pennsylvania. And uh, 21 years later, I just kind of forgot to get out. That's wonderful. Forgot, forgot to get out. Right. So what was your first job in the Army? So first job, I was a uh, young nurse working in Augusta, Georgia at uh, Eisenhower Marine Medical Center. And uh, for me, uh, when you're from Pennsylvania, you spend a week every summer going south. That yeah. was what everybody did, uh, going to warm weather, going to the ocean. And so to live in the south immediately was like, wow, this is amazing. It was definitely a temperature change. It was an amazing Humidity change. Humidity change. Yeah, when you're, when you're in the pool and uh, in, in the fall and the spring... And in the hot tub all year round, mm -hmm. it's a whole, as a great, as a second lieutenant, it's a great opportunity. Would, would, could you ever imagine then what you're doing now? Would do you no. have any vision whatsoever? No. And I, and I'm, as a nurse, uh, one of the things over my 21 years is I've always kind of just falling into opportunities. Yeah. Uh, yeah I've done a lot of non-traditional work uh, at Fort Gordon. I was there five years. I spent a year and a half uh, working on the wards, taking care of patients, learning how to be a nurse. I then got pulled down to uh, kind of on the spot to be a general's aide. And so I was an aide for the commanding general at Fort Gordon there at uh, Eisenhower. And then I did a company command, medical hold company command. It was just kind of a, hey, you. Uh, in the middle of that, I deployed <laughs> to Afghanistan as a young kid in 2002, right after things yeah. kicked off and yeah. had no idea what I was getting into and had an incredible experience that kind of opened, opened up, you know, a young kid from small town to the world and the responsibility of being an yeah. officer in the army. So now Charlie, you mentioned what you're doing now. Let's stop for a minute because I don't think we actually told everybody exactly what he's doing now. We just said he came to Fort Campbell. So why don't you tell us exactly what is your role at Fort Campbell sure. right now? Well, I have the honor of being the uh, Blanchfield army community hospital commander, uh, commander of the hospital, all the outlying clinics uh, that, that are associated with the hospital. And we also have responsibility over a clinic at Fort McCoy, Wisconsin. So 12 huh. hours away. And also Rock That's Island. That's easy to keep an eye on. Yeah, it? absolutely. Yeah. yeah, 12 hours away. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. temperature up there today, I think, is in the teens. Yeah. And so mm. lots going on up there with the support. And also, uh, we also have a clinic at Rock Island Arsenal that sits in the Mississippi mm -hmm. between uh, Illinois and, uh, and Iowa. Yeah. So really two unique locations that are part of our uh, health service area, which mm -hmm. spans uh, a total of uh, multiple states, seven or eight states across the board. You've been busy, especially with what's going on in our environment and world these days, huh? Yeah, it's been a busy year for everybody. Our team has just done a phenomenal job to really take care of uh, not only supporting our soldiers as they continue to do what they do, their families, but also all of our beneficiaries as we as we work through the COVID challenges while still trying to make sure that we're taking great care of our patients uh, mm -hmm. on non-COVID related uh, things. Well, you mentioned earlier something about focus on division support. Talk about a little bit about that and what that means to you. Absolutely. So in every job I've been in, uh, one of the things as the medical organization on any installation is you, your your mission partners are really critical to what we do. And, and so there's nothing more important to me than to support the division and all the units at Fort Campbell across the board. Uh, so it, my team knows that uh, the focus for us is support the division. 
uh, and then let me figure out the resources. And so it's the say yes, we'll figure it out type mm-hmm. policy. Mm-hmm. And and to me that that's is there the, anything that's we how need we're from get him, there. Charlie? Is yeah. there anything we, we need? We need a yes out of him. Exactly. We'll, yeah. we'll get there. See we'll that, Charlie? There. It's coming. I knew yeah. it. It's coming. No, it's so coming. for us, it's it's we support the division because tomorrow the division could go. Uh, to the t- to the edge of the earth, yeah. and and if they're not prepared on a, from a medical perspective, then then for me that that's personally my failure. So let, let's talk about the the division. You've got all these active duty soldiers. You've got families. You've got veterans. How many people is it? Can you put a number on how many people you actually service? Sure. And how many employees do you have? It's a good question. Absolutely. So we we have uh, over 73,000 beneficiaries. That includes soldiers. That includes all of our our retirees that are enrolled Mm -hmm. to, uh, and I say enrolled because there's a population that comes to Blanchfield for a variety of things. Pharmacy is one good example. Uh, Last month, we we provided over 17,000 pharmaceuticals enrolled to Blanchfield because they're coming to Fort Campbell to visit, whether that's uh, from an hour away. They make their trip to the commissary every month. They make their trip to the PX, and they they will then uh, go and get their pharmaceuticals. And so uh, we support a a huge population. The team at Blanchfield is 80% uh, civilian, so we rely on our civilians to really support the readiness for the division and and, uh, across the board. Uh, I've got uh, a variety of uh, civilians in a variety of areas and working in all those areas, upwards of around sixteen to 1,800 civilians on any given day. Wow. That's a lot to oversee, especially, and, and that's a lot of responsibility, especially when you're uh, responsible for the physical and mental health of sure. all these people. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, it's uh, resilience is, a ch- is always a challenge because you have so many things, and, and I get back to our team's just done a phenomenal job mm-hmm. to balance everything out. Um, we are working with our teams to ensure that everybody, you know, you want to go shoulder to shoulder with folks and make sure they're doing okay. And uh, over the 21 years, one of the things that I, I really have enjoyed is engaging with people and talking to people. That includes all of our patients, but also our employees. And one mm-hmm. of the first questions I always ask is, is how you doing? And uh, to a point where at a previous duty station, when I departed after two years, the whole line of the clinic popped in my office through the day going, Hey, sir, how you doing? How you doing? It's kind of a joke, right? Uh But it's because uh, the first question for our folks is always, how you doing? And, and when you ask folks, how you doing? The first time you meet them, they go, Oh, we're good. The second time they go, yeah, we're doing okay. The third time they'll tell you exactly what's going on. And that's where you really, interesting. Yeah. You really get down to the, you know, Hey, sir, we have some challenges and some concerns and we need your help. And so that, that to me is what we're about. See, what, what I like about him, and you can tell, we, we get, we're going to get the yes up front, and then we're going to figure mm-hmm. out how to get there. And, and you can, I can tell just when you're, when you're looking at Katie and you're talking and telling these, these details yeah. that your passion for what you do is there. It's not, it's not oh, this is another job. Sure. You sure. realize how important your job is, the great location of your job. Because Fort Campbell is phenomenal, Can't obviously. But but just seeing it and seeing you say the things you say, I can tell that there's a passion there for you. Sure. Yeah. I, and I, again, I love what I do. I, I've done. I've been in the army for 21 years. I've we've moved 11 times since 2007. So it's been from a family perspective, it's mm-hmm. an ex, it's a big challenge. But we're very passionate about taking care of our soldiers and taking care of our staff because that's what yeah. we do. And so I, I can tell you that small town America is where I grew up, and that's what I bring to. Uh, all of the jobs that I've had is is a small town dialogue and a small town experience and focus. Yeah. And and I had a great mentor uh, back at Fort Eustis uh, where I commanded uh, at the battalion level. And and he always said, the answer is always yes, but. 
So the answer is yes, but, and the but may be, I have to close down the whole installation to do what you're asking me to do. Yes. But, but it was, yes, we can do it, but here's the impact of it. So yeah. I've always taken that away. I tell my team, hey, partial credit is, 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 is good in this, uh, in this uh, setting. Mm-hmm. So if, if a portion of yes, that's, that's success to me. And so we, we were always trying to get the yes to support our organizations. Well, it seems like to me in your role that there's multiple, if you will, categories. You've got the administrative part of it. You've got the medical part of it. And then you've got the people part of it. And from listening to you talk, it seems like you're most passionate about the people part of it. And I think that's the rest will fall into place if, right. if you're there. Yeah. And we, and again, my wife would say I'm a communicator, right? So I'm the guy that goes to the store and meets three new friends in line. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that at all. And that's, yeah. uh, that's what uh, I've, I've grown up doing and in, in a small town. It's that small town thing. It is. And yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun. And so I, I enjoy, I, I always connect with people and then you start connecting the dots and it's amazing where you find common ground, even to a point where you find a common relationship, yeah. which is, which is pretty awesome when you're like, Oh, I know him and you know him and, we serve together and it's a seven degree of separation. It, it exists. Is. It yeah. is. Yeah. So the pe- the people part to me is really the biggest part. Yeah. Everything else falls in place. Well, I grew up in a small town and I thought it was a small town until you said a thousand. Mine yeah. was six thousand. So you're you ah, you win. Small. Yours yeah. is small. Still small. But I think what what for me leaving Pennsylvania and again, great place to grow up. I don't know if I'll ever end up back there. Uh, and seeing what the army has to offer, having spent five years overseas also in Korea and Germany, uh, just opened a whole world for me mm-hmm. that I'd never been to. Cause again, that one week vacation down South every year as growing up as a kid, didn't really get you to, uh, to this incredible, uh, overview of the entire world that we had before. So now when, when you talk about health, we, we know about people's physical health, but you mentioned something about behavioral health sure, and absolutely. I definitely want you to touch on that because that's so important you know, for our soldiers and for their families. So touch a little bit on the. Absolutely. We have some incredible folks at, at Fort Campbell that are just taking care of our soldiers. And, and, you know, the division Mm -hmm. is out in the field right now. And uh, I got a chance to go out there uh, last week uh, to, to spend a little bit of time uh, just to meet with the leaders and and spend some time with uh, General McGee and uh, General Garrett and the team. But our embedded behavioral health folks, our embedded behavioral health folks are exactly that they're embedded with those units and they, they're within the unit footprints in most cases, and they're a re, the first-line resource for our soldiers when they, when they need help. And recently, uh, a couple of those civilians, again, I'm 80% civilians in, uh, at Bach, and a couple of those civilians went to the field to visit with their soldiers. And I, I'll tell you, they were ecstatic, but I can only imagine the soldiers appreciated that opportunity mm. for them to kind of come out there. And, and it's, you know, it's a lot going on in the field, a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. And for them to get out there, not only to see what's going on and understand, to really connect to those soldiers, uh, to me, that's how we keep health and wellness. As you connect, and it gets back to that mm-hmm. that human dynamic that that to me is the most critical. And so they they went out there, you know, um, Ross Everhard and, and Tiffany Zig uh, went out there and met with those soldiers, and and just some of the pictures I saw really showed how connected they are to that group. Well, when you get that connected and you ask someone how you're doing, yep. you're going to get the real answer. Yeah, And absolutely. you can't really help someone if you don't know the situation. Right. Absolutely. And once you get that answer, it's what you do with it. Right? Mm-hmm. You take it and you, and you run with it and say, okay, this is how we can make it better. Because in healthcare, you're always looking for opportunities to make it better. Uh, you're, never, you're never at 100%. You're always trying to get higher and higher. And even when you get to 100%, you're trying to get to 110%. Yeah. How, how has the, you know, the whole division being here now, first time in 20 plus years, right? How has that affected you? Because there's got to be, 
you've got to be more busy, it seems oh, like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot going on. But frankly, our folks have done a phenomenal job just balancing it because we've also been in this you know, COVID state, COVID restrictions, things like that. Yeah. Um, just leveraging opportunities. And I always say, we, when we miss opportunities for care, if, if I have a provider that has 10 open appointments and they don't get filled, you don't get those back. Uh, it's yep. another 10 appointments. And so I think the team's done just a phenomenal job of really, really connecting with the division and ensuring we're meeting their needs. Uh, we're looking at opportunities uh, across the board to try and consolidate and support uh, the division uh, from a standpoint of soldier care. But also, you, we also have our Screaming Eagle Medical Clinic, which is out, sits right next to Tenova. It's a, a medical home that supports our families that are out in the community. So instead of you know, driving from exit 11 all the way down to Fort Campbell, their care is right next to, uh, next to Tenova and it's in the community. And so great feedback from that clinic. I was out there the other night when they were doing flu shots, uh, the staff and the, and the patients out there just love yeah. the place. I didn't know that was there. How long has it been there? Oh gosh, it's been there for a long time for a little while. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, uh, I want to say 2000. Okay. Somewhere in for, 2010. For a good amount of time. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. It's been there for a little while and uh, you know, the patient satisfaction out there has been, mm-hmm. been very high. Staff satisfaction is very great. high. And it's, again, it's because it is a, for a mom and five kids mm-hmm. to jump in the car. Mm. And I have two kids. The thought of having two kids and a, and a newborn basset hound, but <laughs> the thought of having uh, five kids and loading everybody in a car to drive on post and get through the gate and get to the hospital. Yeah. When I can get that care locally, it, to me, is just a real great opportunity. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. Makes complete sense. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. That's Absolutely. why I was, I'm impressed with that. But I wouldn't know because I wouldn't go there, you know. We'd love to have you out there and show you around. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so what's going on out there that, that we haven't asked you about? Is there anything that we're we're forgetting to ask or just don't even know yeah. what to ask? Because yeah. you've got so much. It's, sure, it's really amazing. Sure. Well, we're always, uh, you know, have a chance to meet with a lot of the partners mm-hmm. outside the gate because one of the things that we always look at is what opportunities do we have to collaborate with our partners in the community all the way down into Nashville to really uh, build the care experience. And when I talk about the care experience, it's it's uh, building things like telehealth, mm-hmm. platforms mm-hmm. where, uh, again, the mom with five kids doesn't have to drive down to Nashville for a specialty appointment or some sort of appointment when they can get it connected in telehealth, mm-hmm. maybe from Bach or from another location. Uh, but also making sure that we have what we need locally in the, in the community. Uh, I've spent a lot of time out with our partners all, all the way you know, from – Jenny Stewart in Hopkinsville, all the way down to Vanderbilt, to Nova, HCA, all of our partners that we have across the board, really just building those relationships and supporting, ensuring that they know what our needs are and, and how can we can connect that. And frankly, you need that so that you're able to, uh, as you have challenges and as you have, as you have soldiers who need something, I, I need to be able to pick up the phone and, and say, hey, I need your help. Uh, I've got a guy who's, who's, who's pretty sick and has a need. Uh, can you help me? And and if you don't have a relationship, again, it's all about relationships. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a relationship, it's hard to do that cold. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So, well, we appreciate you coming in and oh, sharing your story here. with us and yeah. with our listeners. It's been a pleasure meeting you. And you lived up to the expectation in the pedestal. I, I appreciate it. And, and I'll tell you, one of the things that I do want to add is just how incredible the community is from a support standpoint. Uh, all of you and all of our folks out there that support the champions of Fort Campbell's, Campbell, the Casas, the community leaders. Mm-hmm. I've never been a, in the 21 years I've been in the army. I've been a lot of great places. I've never been a place like at a place like Fort Campbell where that support is just overflowing mm-hmm. every single day from both 
states. Uh, yeah. That's is, good to hear. For sure. Which is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids do get a kick out of when we have the GPS on on post and it's the welcome to Kentucky, welcome to Tennessee. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> about every, uh, you know, three or four times while you're in the car. They, yeah. How old are your kids? Uh, seven and nine. My, oh. Actually, my son turned 10 today. Uh, then you need uh, to yeah. change the voice on your, if you're using ways to Santa. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There's I, a Santa. Yes, there's a Santa voice. It's outstanding. Mm-hmm. But no, I just, I, I, it would be remiss if I didn't thank the community for the support uh, of all of Fort Campbell, especially Bach and what they do for us mm-hmm. because- it's just, I can't even put it into words. It's just incredible. Yeah. Well, I'm thrilled that it's been a good experience for you and your family. Absolutely. Because you know, if our kiddos and our family's happy, that just, that fixes everything. Absolutely. No, I appreciate, appreciate the time and thanks for what you do for Fort Campbell. Thank yes, you sir. for joining us. Awesome. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss out on a single conversation.